welcome everyone to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes, my co-host is Bricky, and he's going to be hitting us with a left jab of information, and a, this that's stupid, whatever, let's just keep going with it. If you enjoy today's episode of the podcast, head over to patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous and consider uh, supporting the podcast. You get access to the Discord, bloopers if they happen, a real sweet Toxic gamer, uh, big boob Nurgle demon that's eating Dovitos. Mm, $15 tier. Uh, you can get the HD version or you can buy it at the merch store that Bricky will tell you about in just a second. But patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous if you feel so inclined to support the podcast. Bricky, tell them about the merch. The merch? I'm going to tell them about the merch. Uh, speaking of that awful, frightening Dovito Nurgle gamer thing, which I, I've been told that that Shy has told me that the next one is so much worse, which I'm shocked. Uh, but you can still buy that uh, that that Dovito one. Uh, it's not there's not many left. <laughs> they they went pretty quick, but there's told a couple you. more. Yeah, you're right. There's a couple more posters left. You may snag them if you'd like. Check them out over in the uh, Orchidate.com. There's also the entire Little Guy collection. And if you do not have some Adeptus Ridiculous dice, check out the dice. We got dice. And, and you know, dice is great. Anyway, yeah. uh, book club as well. We are going to be recording that next week. Uh, this comes out on a Wednesday. We record it on next Tuesday, which means that the book club will be out next week. So uh, finish mm -hmm. up Betrayer. Finish it up. Hell yeah. Read your book, enjoy yourself, and yeah. Now, DK. Yeah. Dancing lizard gif. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here we go. That's that's gonna be the new the new meme for the next little while. Is that cry about it, uh, dancing lizard, which is gonna be me after crying about I screw it. Up. After I screw up a, a, what should be a very obvious quote, I'm sure I will be crying about it and doing that little lizard dance. I, I like the little lizard dance. It's very fun. I, I think there's just a lot of use that can come out of it. Sure. Um, you know, sure. It, it, it's, it's all right. All right. I, I will give you a quote. I don't think that you're actually going to have too hard of a time with this one. And this is, this is a genuine statement in this one. Because um, okay. it's hard to find quotes from this particular... Uh, topic that don't make it extremely obvious. Um, uh, I mean, I, I am I am a lightweight when it comes to forty k, so don't do not underestimate my powers. I, you know, you've graduated from lightweight. Let's be honest with ourselves here. All right, we we've done this for over a year. Well, okay, fine. You you genuinely might know more than the average for than the average forty k fan. Be, just do like the widespread of knowledge we've had to cover. That's Anywho, <clears throat> the <sighs> absence of faith is the mark of the weak. The absence of faith is the mark of the heretic. The absence of faith is the mark of damnation. These heretics refute the emperor's holy right to rule. Let them argue with the barrel of a gun. Wow. That uh, that's definitely some uh, uh, that's definitely some humi shit. That's definitely some Imperium uh, shit, um, but I mean, it, it it sounds like the um, it sounds like Inquisitor shit. It sounds like Inquisitors that are just like, oh, if you lack faith or you don't show enough faith, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you. So, but we've already done Inquisitors. 
We have already done Inquisitors. Maybe this is a specific, like, this is like a a, a, a more in-depth look at in- Inquisitors? Maybe? Possibly? Royal Police? Commissars? Well, okay, it, it's not Inquisitor-based, but you're close. Hmm. Um, it's not Inquisitors. <sighs> it can't be Sisters. They're, they're, they're very like, oh, no faith, barrel of gun. Although, Sisters would probably do way worse to you if you had no faith. They probably wouldn't just shoot you, they'd probably, like, torture you. And uh, Why don't you just tell me what it is? It's Sisters. No way, really? It, it is a specific sister. Ah, uh, which specific sister is? I, I was on the right track. You, you were getting there. I, I was getting there. As the the Ordo Hereticus's main militant arm is the Sisters of Battle, so you know, in a sense, you were kind of right. You were hitting it. Uh, we're going. We're finally going back to things Bricky wants to do, and screwed uh. all of you. Which means we're going to talk and have a dedicated episode on the angel herself. The angel herself. Okay. Bro, what's her name? Celestine? Thank God. Oh, let's thank go. God. Let's go. Had, if you have forgotten this, I swear. Also, goddamn, Ted, that is a baller background. Oh, shit. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Shai the, just showed us the thumbnail, and it's woo. That that damn, he is fucking. That's fucking baller. The, 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 the sword is in the sword needs to be a little brighter, like uh, a little more red and flamey. But besides that, that's fucking great. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm being hypercritical of amazing artwork. It's part of the episode. Is talking about the sword. <sighs> Listen, listen. All right, tell me about the angel. Tell me about uh, Angel Celestine. All right, all right. Celestine, the living saint. Uh, A a very popular character in in 40K. Uh, The quintessential poster girl in in more ways than one. Um, Like, both in a a metaphorical and literal sense of the Sisters of Battle. Uh, There are many living saints, um, or there are many imperial saints, so to speak, but there are not many living saints saints as far as i'm concerned um because wow. you remember way back when all of the sister ordos had a matriarch which was a saint saint catherine mm-hmm. saint dominica etc but of course they're yeah. all they're all dead um <laughs> yeah that, but good old good old zelsin here is not so she is of course the living saint she is from the order of our martyred lady that is the classic black armor and red robes style sisters that everyone knows and loves very well she Mm -hmm. is a being of incredible power psychic power one might argue but not in the traditional sense and faith of course and is assumed to have been resurrected and consistently resurrected from death by the emperor himself now of course There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that question because a lot of this stuff kind of goes into speculation. How much of the sister's power is pulled from the emperor? How much of it is pulled from the warp stuff? The, is the mm-hmm. emperor in the warp? We we know that large amounts of worship have genuine deeds. The word bearers have taught us this very well. 
Oh, but, yeah. And the Emperor sure as shit is worshipped. Um, yeah, by a lot of people, very fervently, so, you know. So the idea of the sisters being some of the most faithful, the most passionate, and having the ability to have just these miracles occur for them, is that the Emperor's doing, there's a good percentage to assume that it is, is mm -hmm. Celestine's revival the Emperor's doing? Maybe. One might ask why him or her specifically. I don't know. Not the point. Um, very little is known about Celestine when she was a sister herself. Uh, besides the fact that she was part of Order of Our Mar Lady. She was in the Scola Progenium, I do believe. Um, because okay. most sisters come from the Scola as a, as a large contingent of female uh, applicants tend to become sisters of battle. Or, you know, maybe they'll become an inquisitor or something. But that was her. Mm -hmm. And she was actually a sister Repentia at a time. Oh, Yes. Was she a sister of Repentia by choice, or did she do some fucked up shit? Very few people are sisters of Repentia by choice. Um, most of the time, you you screw up. And then now, you don't. You very rarely ever find people. There are some who purposely put themselves as a Repentia. Yeah, um, yeah. I I remember you telling me about that. Like they want to get closer to the emperor, so they feel like the only way is to like prove themselves as like a repentia because it's like I survived. The emperor must have wanted me to survive. Look at me. I'm so much closer to God. And, yeah. The there's a few of them. Most repentia are because they like fled. Ah. Um, they fled the battle. They showed cowardice. They they had their faith questioned and they failed. Most Repentia are not there by choice, but most Repentia do take the opportunity as a way to absolve themselves, uh, right. most likely through death. But it, it's kind of the idea where like, hey, I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory and, and hack away at God knows how many people. And when I die, I will be by the Emperor's side and I will have shown my devotion. And if I live how very small of a chance that is, then awesome. Then I, I'm, I'm re-inducted back into the ranks. P people in the Sisters show quite a lot of respect to Repentias who survive and, and like prove themselves because that, that's, like, that's <laughs> like the closest you could possibly be. Like you would, were willing to sacrifice, I mean, they're all willing to sacrifice their life, but you tried to get yourself killed for the Emperor and the Emperor said, no, you deserve to live. You're supposed to live. God's plan. Oh boy, nothing like religious extremism to really get you going in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. God's mm. plan. Throw some auto-tune mm. on that, you know? Oh, no. No auto-tune. God's plan. No, no, no God's plan auto-tune. God's <laughs> plan. All right. Um, so, so is Celestine a, a deserter then? And she was forced to become a repentia, and this is where she... Uh, reinforced her undying love of the Emperor? Uh, we don't know exactly why she was a Repentia. We just know she was a Repentia. Ah. Um, desert, maybe. Cowardice, who knows. But it kind of goes in the, the wonderful, like, underdog into the this big character kind of thing. It's got this, like, not only did she repent but but she went like as far as you possibly could you know to have the highest highs you must know the lowest mm. lows 
Started um, from the bottom, now we're here. And you told me I could. All right. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What? What? Um, so she fought against, I mean, naturally, heretics, because sisters are almost always pitted against heretics, uh, sure. in the deadliest battle of a major capital city. And she, along with every single other repentia that was sent into that city, had been killed. Um, however, when her body was recovered and brought to the uh, other dead, they found that there was a little bit of life still left in her. And so okay. she was nursed back to health. Uh, she was cleansed, of course, and then reintegrated into the Adeptus of Sororitas as her bad deeds had been admonished. Right. So... A few hours after that, they had uh, she had helped lead and fight the battle back against the heretics and has been seen as kind of like the sacred figurehead for the whole sector. Uh, originally, Damn. the main plan was by the Lord Militant was to crusade over to another sector, but Celestine instead insisted on liberating this little backwater planet known as Sanctus Lys. Lys, Lice, L-Y-S. I'd say lice. How, how do you say Florida Lee? It's Florida Lee, Lee then. Lee? Yeah, Florida Lee. Then. It'd be Lee because isn't, isn't the Lee in Florida Lee spelled like L-Y-S? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, well, you know what? Sanctus... Look at Bricky lecturing on French after his... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not lecturing. I'm asking. I, I don't want <laughs> nothing to do with the French. Brick is like, hello, the French said Fleur de Lis, so it must be that way. I was asking. I was asking for <laughs> input. And I gave you the input. A Han Han baguette, motherfucker. <laughs> I love France, by the way. France is beautiful. Beautiful country. As an American, I take it upon myself to hate them, even though I've never been there or met very many of them. But, you know, it's like hating the British. It's just required. Ah, uh, well, uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know anything about that. Ooh, ooh, oh, spotted tea, beans on toast, what cuisine? Anyway. I mean, beans on toast isn't even bad, though. Bro, I'm, I'm going to have to find another co-host. I'm just saying. You, put, take, like, you wait, take your stinky ass beans and your burnt ass toast and you, your oh. Earl Grey and you put it out the window. Go get yourself a dull quarter pounder with cheese like a good American. Look, man, all I'm saying is whenever I'm on Twitter, there's always someone that, like, there's always, like, an American that's like, oh, look at this weird British food, and it's, like, beans on toast. That ain't even weird, homie. That's not even weird. In America, we fry butter. All right, we deep fry butter. All right, that might be true. That being said, I fucking love haggis. Never had it. Oh, it's, it's like... It's it's great. The Scottish Scottish fans, let me tell you, your shit's good. Throw throw a shot of Macallan on that. Mm, love it. Anyway, I'm sure if you gave it to me and didn't tell me what it was, I'd enjoy it. Maybe. You know Maybe. what? I anyway, enjoy? we've gotten a the little sisters, off track. Though. I enjoy the sisters. You better keep this in <laughs> shy. Um, yeah. The sisters of battle continuing. So uh, this planet, the the Saint de French was home of the Shrine of St. Catherine. Uh, originally, if you don't remember, the order, uh, the St. Catherine's Order was the Order of the Fiery Heart, um, but it was renamed Ooh, to such the... such a cool name. Yeah, it, it was really good for, for them at the time. Uh, but of course, since she died, it became the Order of Our Mar Lady. Um, oh, so there yeah, was... Uh, that makes sense. There was a crypt 
and some ruins in there. And Celestine ordered them to remove some of the ruins and went inside by herself because uh, she said she was called to it. The classic, the classic religious, you know. Mm, yep. When a higher dawn, power, a higher voice called to me. Yeah. When dawn broke, she rose from the tomb with a pillar of divine light and radiance, heralded by cherubs, cherubs and doves. Which I find hilarious because the planet probably doesn't wow. have natural doves. <laughs> <laughs> the Emperor like, just threw them in there for good measure just to make it look as holy as possible. He's like, how can I make this look as just classic martyr as possible? Doves, natural light that doesn't exist. Oh, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, truly think about it. Like... This is not Earth. This is a, a backwater planet somewhere far for, from Earth. How can yeah. there be doves there? Like, it's like you have to. You have doves to and cherubs, yeah. Like, the cherubs may, may make more sense because, you know, Imperium and all that shit. Oh, yeah. With the but, yeah, little servitor skulls, yeah. But, like, like I, I have to assume that it is canon. This is, it is canon <laughs> that the Emperor was like, I'm adding doves. <laughs> he chose this. It is canon. Like, he chose it just, this. It just doesn't look right without doves. Come on, add some majesty. Poof. It, it is well done. So, it is so much of a lower possibility that this planet had natural doves compared <laughs> to the emperor just deciding I'm gonna add fucking doves. I like that headcanon so much more that he decided to add doves just to make it more majestic. That's that's staying in the headcanon. I don't care what anybody says. I don't even know if... I, I think it's true. He's like, I, I choose... My, my child will have a normal ecosystem. Emperor face doves. 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 Anyway, uh, so at, along with her doves and, and goddamn light and ship, she had a suit of shining gold power armor and a sword that was so incredibly bright that other sisters simply could not look upon it. Physically could not Damn. look at it. It's, it's like burning magnesium. You know, you just can't look at it. Jesus, no wonder you were so hypercritical about the thumbnail art of, with, the, with the sword. No, nah, I mean, she can turn the sword like on they off like oh, she's, okay. it's not it's not always on i just i was like eh, fire uh, oh shit say, that would make put... it very hard to move around and uh... bro ted has doves in this thumbnail let's go let's the go doves. the emperor the emperor came down to ted and he was like add the fucking doves uh, after she she popped out of there with her um fictitious doves she was declared a, a living saint by the Lord Militant and then the Ecclesiarchy shortly after. Uh, originally, though, her, her position was a little spooky. Uh, a lot of people kind of were scared of her because they I would assume, be. I mean, but like she she's very when when Celestine speaks in like a, in like a lot of audio dramas and various things like that. She she speaks in a calm, passionate, caring voice because do not fret. Do not fear, for the Emperor's light blesses you all, and all of you who commit sin shall be baptized in his glorious world. You will know no pain. You will know no fear. She has that kind of voice, and then when mm -hmm. she goes to heretic, she's like, and the scum and villainy of the gods will be smite by my... You know, that kind of shit. Mm. Yeah. 
She 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 has her she has her levels. Um, but originally it was more the idea that with Celestine there, they were looking upon an angel of the emperor, and, and the emperor himself like was looking um, down at them, judging them. I mean, that's fair. He did he did revive her, and she is in this, you know. She has this this brilliant gold armor, doves, crazy sword. Yeah, I can see how people would look at her like she was, uh, oh, almost like an avatar of the emperor himself. Sure. I mean, the recent photo Shai just posted is canon image, and wow. if you'll if you'll notice uh, a couple things, one, uh, she's one she's <laughs> bare she's barefoot. <laughs> Of course she is. Uh, of course she is. Of course she is. Uh, there are doves. Um, <laughs> doves. Does she, does she actually have doves follow her like everywhere? Look, the dove on the right has carrying a purity seal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but if you'll notice, like her blade is so hot, the heretics on the right are straight melting. Oh my like, they, god! Like they are, they are they? bubbling apart just oh, by her shit. very existence. Wow, she is. She is a majestic. Uh, majestic uh, fighter sister. She is very angelic. Is what I'm is what I'm trying to say. Very angelic. Very yeah. Nah, she's the living saint. Um, what's also, the what's the halo thing behind her? Is that uh, um is that you told me about it in one episode? It's not an iron halo or something that gives her protection, and only a select few get it. Like, doesn't Gilliman have one of those things? Yeah, I, I think it actually is an Iron Halo, but but hers is a little different. It might be like, it might not actually be a genuine Iron Halo. It might be a a light sistery version because sisters carry slang color Rosarius instead as their mm. as their main like protection. Um, yeah, but it looks it looks like an Iron Halo. Like it straight up looks like an Iron Halo. So I, it could be an Iron Halo. Um, but despite it all, I mean, it, it's also just like. Holy shit, look at that. The flames, the, the yeah. power. That shit's so cool. It is super cool. I love cool. it. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, continuing, though, obviously, with time, it had, not, like, that fear just kind of went away because she was just, she was, like, pure fervor. Like, the influence she had on other sisters was genuinely miraculous. Like, they fought with this level of, like, passion that had never before seen because... To them, like, the Emperor's angel herself, like, an incarnation of his being, like, someone that he chose specifically, and proof of that was on the battlefield with them. They were important enough to be blessed. And as a sister, I mean, you're already insane, but, like, <laughs> come on now. That, that knowledge? Yeah, I mean... That's that's got to fill you with the fighting spirit. If you're on the same battlefield as Celestine, the the angel of the emperor, like, whew. It, like I mean, you don't need much more of a pick-me-up than that to, like, to get you in a fervor. In real life, the concept of faith is the, the idea that you can believe in something despite not needing, like, heavy proof. You know, like, like oh, you yeah, without need, evidence, yeah. It's yeah. faith. You've got faith. Yeah, or, or, you don't or need like... Evidence. Yeah, well, like, I guess less or so evidence, but more just the, the knowledge. Like, like, you don't need someone, you don't, you don't need a, a, a guy with a giant, a giant beard to descend from the heavens and say, I am real. You know, you, the, the, the small aspects of life, small 
things here and there provides you said proof and that that's that's your faith sure except nice this time this fucking winged angel is actually there <laughs> yeah so actually there it, it would be nice if uh whatever deity if there is one would just come down and be like hey guys i'm here maybe stop being such assholes to each other for a little bit deuces and then and then they take a fat bong rip and then they go back in heaven <laughs> Imagine if the deity, the the creator of the universe, came down. And was like, "Hey, everybody, I think y'all need to chill out." <sighs> Peace. You see that? That's just, canon. just That's just canon for Buddha, though, so it's all right. Yeah, and then yeah. just doves. The man's ch and then doves, and then just just doves. No, it took a fat bong rip and exhaled doves. Right? Oh hell yeah! He just like blew it hell all out. Hell yeah, just brother! Doves came out. It just doves. Yeah, no smoke. It's just doves. Yep. Anywho, um, uh, yeah, and, and also not to mention that that the angel is literally killing the people you're trying to kill, and they actually stay dead. So yeah, pretty pretty nuts. Um, yeah. But it was assumed that she had actually post this had died at the hands of a renegade war master who triggered this big like atomic meltdown in his fortress. Um, and she was way deep in the said fortress, and so it was assumed mm -hmm. that she had died from there. The uh, bell of lost souls was told. Many were grief-stricken. Oh, this, the living saint's dead. Uh, but the sisters, yeah. of course, in their prayers, were, were happy because now she was definitely in the side of the emperor. You know, the yep. stuff. She walks with the emperor now. She is, she's, she's, she's moved on to a better place. Uh, but with time, she was constantly reappearing in other battlefields. There was a fight with a combination of the Order of the Ebon Chalice and the Salamander Space Marines, fighting off some Chaos Black Legion. And during this time, they were eventually being attacked by a ton of <coughs> possessed Chaos Space Marines. Mm -hmm. And as the possessed were just like ripping through the ranks, out of fucking nowhere, a burst of light comes out of the sky. And Celestine just like screeching, arrives in the battlefield like a meteor and starts hacking away at people. Whoa. <laughs> All right, because, that's dope. Because Lol Lamau Angel. Um, Holy shit. General Radon. The Radon, <laughs> the Radon Festival. Festival. Rises in as a meteor. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to um, use our anti-gravity powers to, <laughs> to launch into the sky my young horse. Yes, sir. <laughs> that poor little horse. That poor little dinky little horse. But, I mean, good for Radon for learning gravity magic so he could always have his trusty steed with him. What a bro. But uh, yeah. she came down, carved a path through the chaos possessed, and then eventually stabbed her sword into the heart of the chaos lord. And then, like Damn. that, she was gone. And she would wow. kind of bounce around to different places. She would be see like herself in, in various battlefields where the heretics were at their highest. And I've told you this before, but um, for the, the viewers who do not know uh, about Celestine's revival process, mm -hmm. um, it's I, I don't know if it's necessarily considered canon or not. It might not be. It might be a artist rendition or a theory, but it's pretty metal, so I'll say it anyway. Okay. The idea that when Celestine dies, she awakens in, in, a, in a room. I think it's pitch white, but I'm not quite sure. And there is a, a crying young girl 
And this young girl is just like a imperial sis or whatever, and she's just sobbing. And uh-huh. her duty is to go to the young girl and to comfort her. However, okay. this young girl is upon a pile of bones. Oh. And the bones are said to have been the prior dead Celestines. Oh and my god, I don't remember this. You don't that's, remember this? That's a, I don't remember this. I don't doubt you told me. Uh, there's, there's a much better chance that I have simply forgotten. Ah. Well, the idea is that every time she dies, her bones are taken in this realm. And it makes the mountain to climb and reach this girl higher and higher and higher. And eventually, the concept is that when Celestine no longer has the strength, when she's no longer able to climb the mountain, is when she will eventually truly die. You know, how often is she dying that there's a mountain of her bones uh, in this other realm? I mean, she's tough, but she Leroy Jenkins a lot of goddamn combat. Oh, so she just goes in head first to the toughest of tough battles and uh, okay i mean i'm i'm assuming but it's uh at the same time you know there the there's a lot of war and mm-hmm. there's a lot of imperial space I mean, oh there's a quote here mm-hmm. hey so celestine woke up in the dimension of the warp on top of a huge mountain made of skulls bones and broken and rusted armors All around her neck, there was a deep scar that soon faded away. Oh, she lost her head. Celestine had lost her memory, but she soon realized that she was who she was and that she was experiencing one of her many deaths. She walked in a nightmarish landscape full of demons and facing various trials, regaining her memory, armor, and sword. She found two other ladies who revealed to be parts of her own soul, faith and duty, and a young girl who was her hope. After the trial, she was able to return once more to life. Oh, so it's not just necessarily climbing a mountain of bones. Like, she is actually enduring a hellish demon landscape of trials and having to, like, regain everything she lost in death? I guess that young girl uh, trial is the final trial because it's her hope. Oh, okay. See, I, th- I thought it was just the get to the hope part. Man, she got to go through a lot of shit to revive. Damn, girl. Well, good hey. for her for, for being able to get through that apparently so many times because that's a mountain of bones and having to relive her deaths. And, oof, oof, poor Celestine. Shouldn't yeah. say poor Celestine, but still, that's that's a lot. Yeah, but she's a baller, so it's okay. Shy brings up great point. Uh, if she's not just cheaply respawned by the Emperor, but she's actually, like, rebuilding herself in the warp, she becomes a lot cooler that way. If it's not just the Emperor going, yeah, you're back, and she actually has to go through these trials all the time, like, she's so much more of a badass that way. It's pretty cool. I mean, she's already yeah. a baller, but, like, that, it adds more to it, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's tough. Is there any chance that she's like a uh, uh, Vulcan? Vulcan's what, an eternal? An, uh, uh, what, what is Vulcan? Perpetual. Is there any chance that she's like a minor perpetual? Like kind of like Vulcan, but maybe not quite as much because there seems to be a limit to how many times she can die? I I don't think so, actually. I, I no, don't think she's... Like... emperor shenanigans? Yeah, I, I think because Vulcan just kind of comes back alive along with other people, but... 
he's not he doesn't he doesn't have this level of light he doesn't have angel wings he doesn't he doesn't have like bright shining light coming from his body and, and all this like emperor grace kind of stuff you know he's he's i'm not gonna call him just a guy and i'm definitely not gonna <laughs> imagine, call him imagine calling a primark just a guy <laughs> i'm certainly not gonna call him just a little guy because vulcan is a slab no. of, a slab of beef that man vulcan is a big boy <laughs> he is he is gigantic Yes, but, he is a mastodon. Holy shit. But he is still just a guy. Just a guy. Yep, just a guy. Um, anywho, moving on. Uh, Celestine, most notably, and, and we talked a bit about this, so I'll cover it already. For those of you who do not know, you should check out the Fall of Cadia episode. Yeah, um, yeah brother. Because she was there in the Cadian system during the Fall of Cadia. She actually had operated as a beacon in the warp to help those lost by the Emperor and could not see the Astronomicon. So when she arrived, like, just covered in flame, she appeared mm -hmm. also with two ships of Sisters of Battle that had been lost in the warp 1,400 years ago. So she arrived oh, with five full companies of Battle Sisters along with her. She actually oh, also cool. went to go fight a demon prince. And the two canonesses had been killed by the demon prince. And she, with her ability, raised them from the dead. And these are oh. her two little minions you see next to her model. She can raise sisters from the dead? Yep. And in fact, funny enough, it's actually a rule in-game. Oh, uh, that so, she can just raise dead minis? Sort of, kind of. So, her two canonesses that were killed by this demon, uh, and they're canonesses, so they're like captains, like leaders, uh, yeah. were named Genevieve and Il Eleanor. And they became her Gemini Superia, um, which are the two gals that you see with her mini that also look like little mini versions of her. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, she has a special ability called Healing Tears, which allows her, in-game, if one of her two gals there have died, to revive them from the dead. I love that her mini has doves. I know, right? It's got doves on it, too. <laughs> I love that the mini has doves, too. <laughs> oh, man, the Emperor does love his doves. But if you're if you're running sisters, so there's every every sisters player should be running Celestine. It seems like because like why 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 not? Well, I mean, she seems like s silly strong, and she can just revive people. So why 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 wouldn't you? Well, yeah, always a couple of reasons. Uh, she reason expensive as hell. Yeah, she's two hundred points out of two thousand, which is pretty high. Um, yeah, Celestine is very very good. She is often taken, yes. But then you can also take Morvin Vol. Who is also a baller? Oh, yeah, more. Of, she's the is she the Nundum? Yep, she's the giant Nundum. That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. Who, who has some one of the best abilities in the game? So it's like, yeah, like more involved. Well, I um, mean, either way, you're gonna get a good uh, you're gonna get a a good sister. Honest to God, you often, often people run both because they're just so so fun. It's uh, <laughs> a lot of points he, though, right? Oh yeah, but they they hit hard. 
Anywho, um, during this time, they eventually kill this demon prince. And uh, as we remember, Call arrives. He's like, the, ne- the the pylons of the Xenos hold back the Eye of Terror. And then Trazen's there and he's like, hey, get into my vault <laughs> and all that shit. Hey. Yeah. And so the, all the pylons are in the catacombs and they go down in the catacombs to hold off the fight. But guess who's down in the catacombs? That's right. It's our boy, Kyle. He's got his Dodge Ram. He's got his monster energy <laughs> and Abaddon's here to play. Um, anyway, no, Abaddon's down. Good old Issa Kyle. He's down there. Um, you know, he fights Celestine a decent amount. Uh, and then they're, they're going kind of toe for toe. But then the pylons activate and start shrinking the Eye of Terror, which actually starts to heavily damage Celestine because her powers come uh, from the warp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she get, she gets her ass smacked by by um, good old call or no, uh, by Abaddon for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Lord Creed, our cigar chomping son of a bitch, puts up a slight <laughs> fight against him, uh, mm-hmm. which I think which I think is basically blocks like two blows. Which is probably Ooh. very impressive, considering. Yeah, considering it's Abaddon, it's Mister the Despoiler, uh, and then he gets his back broken. Um, Ooh, and he gets baned. He gets baned. He gets his spine oh. cracked, and yeah. good old uh, Celestine was about to die. But then uh, Inquisitor Greyfax and the various Pokeballs from Trazen's vault come out to save her, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> you know, every, everyone's here. Endgame, the whole, the whole fun stuff. Yeah. We talk about so it. Celestine was going. Celestine was going toe to toe with Abby, huh? Celestine, she fucks, yeah. Damn. So if if the Eye of Terror hadn't gotten shrunk and she was at that power, could she have beaten Mister the Despoiler? I don't know. If if Abaddon gets beaten a lot because they need a villain to be beaten, he's a villain, yeah. But I I'd probably say no. Ab- Abaddon's just. Just kind of this next level. He, he's souped up by every single chaos god, and mm-hmm. like he's practically almost—he's like almost Primarch level. The guy is, is pretty nuts with how much he's been souped up in strength. Yeah, it feels like I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like anything short of like the Emperor and Abaddon should be able to give them massive problems. Like he just feels like that. That almost like Megatron, where it's like only Optimus Prime can beat him, but Optimus Prime always beats him. Uh, I, I'd say that um, I'd say that Gilliman would probably be able to take him out, but mm. I don't think many things short of Gilliman. And yeah, in yeah. the current in the current tabletop right now, he's absolutely ludicrously strong, um, almost so too strong. I think with the kind of thing like, <laughs> fine, you want to make fun of you want to make fun of Abaddon. Now try making make, fun of Abaddon. Yeah, make fun of him now, bitch. Yeah, to make fun of him now as he bald, like bonks your entire group. I'm um, happy for Abaddon because I always felt like he got needlessly shit on for how like kind of cool and like dope he seemed, even though he's like a horrible villain. He he seems he seems cool. It seems like you know he accomplished a fair amount with the Black Crusades, even though he always lost because he's the bad guy. But yeah, well, not always. Him. He, he won one. Well, of yeah, them. No, he got the fall of Cadia, which was the important one. Also, uh, there it is. <laughs> it, it's not assumed that he lost them all because there was like, like some of them, he like got things like the Blackstone Fortress, which he needed. Oh, the yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So one might mm-hmm. say he was collecting. Um, okay. But anyway, okay. yeah, she she got taken down a peg, but then 
once the eye of terror broke open again then well she's back to normal not in a good way but supercharged yeah get juiced up hit guy hit yeah, the roids she, yeah she got a she got a juicy hit of steroids when that thing cracked open i bet yeah um but Everything past this, we've covered in a couple of prior episodes. Uh, they go through the webway. They meet up with Yvrain. They they go to the ice world, grab some people. They go to Macrog. They go to Gilliman. They res Gilliman. She's out mm-hmm. there slapping Black Legion dudes with a broken arm, one-handing her sword, just sl- slicing <laughs> up CSM because she's, uh, you know, the whole thing. I think she had a wing clipped. Like, all all this kind of stuff. Um, what the, a badass. She is a total baller. Um, and and then from, from there on then, afterwards, she's she's here and there fighting what she can. Uh, but, you know, every time she, she dies... Uh, I, I mean, she, she, I think she was... Re- actually, she recently was just killed by Karn. Really? I believe that she was just recently murdered by Karn the Betrayer. Yep. Uh, but of wow. but of course, you know she'll she'll get back up like she does. I'm not sure why, but like in my head, I'm just like, wow, Karn killed her. Like, not that like Karn is weak or that Karn isn't to be like feared. It's just I don't know. Celestine seems like she's like so above Karn, especially with the Eye of Terror just <laughs> wide open. Like it almost seems like that he should be child's play next to her. Remember this the old statement though that it is said that Corn himself has an extra pile of skulls by his throne only from Karn. That is true. It is Karn, true. Karn's pretty pretty nutty too. I mean, have you seen that bicep? I mean, come on. Have you That's read true. Betrayer? That, also true. Also true. Yeah, he's uh, and, does, he's a guy. Does Celestine get to choose when and where she revives, or is it just like, oh yeah, once she gets to the top of that bone pile, just blips back in wherever? My Does she have a choice? My assumption is no, but I don't have anything to back that up. Hmm. Yeah, because it was like uh, uh, when she showed up again for the first time, she just came in like Radon, just out of the sky, like... <clears throat> Is like, does that just kind of happen, or? I'm doubting. I'm doubting. She's like, like oh, that. I need to go over here. <laughs> I'm doubting it's like that every time. I, there is an oh. audiobook called "Our Martyred Lady" that I listened to a while ago, um, mm-hmm. and it's about assassins and I think and sleeper agents attempting to kill the Ecclesiarch, um, which was Doge Van Dyer, but now is a guy named Ecclesiarch Decius, um, and it involves Decius, these nuts. Got him! I couldn't help, but I'm sorry. Um, try, and it was about her helping, like, save him. And it, it was actually a little bit interesting. Like, when she's out and about, uh, her sword can turn off, but also um, her wings are not, like, a permanent part of her. She oh. She's just, like, apparently there, there, was, there was a funny joke where she's, like, there on Terra with the Ecclesiarch. And she's just kind of like walking around, you know, as like a, as like a, a bodyguard oh. escort. And everyone was asking her to, to to turn her wings on, and she was like, "It doesn't work like that. I need, I need to be fighting." Oh, so only when she fights do they appear and unfurl, and can, she can use them? 
she, she's like, I don't, I don't just blast my wings out at a time. Like I, I, I use the wing when it's time to fight. Like it's like there's a battle, there's fervor, there's oh. a faith in my heart. Yeah. So the wings aren't a permanent thing, actually. They kind of come on and off. Oh, I just thought they were just always attached back there, and like she just walked around like an angel with like these uh, uh, closed up wings on her back. I didn't realize they just poofed when she's not fighting, and then she just turns them on with the holy faith of the emperor in battle. Yeah, she they they, they poof. It, there was a, a oh. great moment where they needed to get off the streets because of an assassin, so she grabbed the ecclesiarch and started flying over the crowds, and he was like, ah, ah, <laughs> where did those come from, Jesus? No, no, she, no, not like that. She's like, no, Jesus, a, it's the emperor. Because he was an old man, like <laughs> seventy feet up or, or oh, seven hundred yeah, yeah. feet up, and he's like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, that was that was a that was a fun book. It was it, that's the book where you got all the Grayfax Celestine shipping. That's where that uh, came from. Was that book? Show me the Grayfax. Yep. yep. Uh, Shy said, from what she can tell, uh, she appears where she's most needed or something like that because she always seems to appear in the middle of some war it certainly yeah. could be um i do all i know is that that fun that fun fact about her wings is kind of cool that and, is that is really cool actually <laughs> and uh also you know she she's got this very like she she has a lot of like imagery you know she, she she's very much the, the poster girl and like when she was on terror people would see her and be like holy shit it's her um, uh, Shai said, uh, meta-wise, I think she's supposed to be based on Jean d'Arc, considering a bunch of French references and the fact that real Jean claimed to have visions from St. Catherine, like Catherine of our uh, martyred lady fame. Jean was also first considered a heretic, like Celestine was first a repentia, but eventually she became a Catholic saint. Well, Games Workshop is anything if not uh, blatant. Yeah. <laughs> What? This isn't a Games Workshop original? OC? OC? Wow. I was stunned and dismayed. It's yeah, almost like a... that's all of their property. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's certainly a lot of that. Yeah. There, there, there's certainly a lot of that going on. But uh but yeah, Celestine is is still what she what she be doing she's got the wings she's got the, the burning sword she's got the doves and the cherubs and her two pals and she goes out and exacts vengeance for the emperor and provides a a, a strong faith to all of those around her that are not uh, that are not not prepped for for that life you think the wings stay on during sex oh absolutely do you, do, you, do you think do you think in order she's like have you brought protection and then she's like oh don't worry and she pulls out a dove and she just lays it on the bed and she's like he'll be watching over us the the guy is always disappointed because it's like uh he's like you were faking it weren't you and so he's like how could you tell the wings didn't come out um in terms of the video game it's uh, the tabletop game itself the way she works is that she's pretty tanky um, her armor is very tough. It has the same stat line as Terminator armor. Uh, and her two friends, or Gemini, um, basically what happens is they have they have two wound or health each, and then the two of them die off first. And then she's got about six health, but she also has like a minus one damage thing because she's so tough. And if she mm -hmm. dies fully as well, you roll a dice. And if you roll a two or higher, she comes back to life with full HP. If you roll a one, Ooh. 
she is needed somewhere else and she is removed from play. Um, oh! But I, which I have rolled a one. That's cool, Many actually. of times. Um, <laughs> which is always that's, fucking aggravating. That's that's actually a really cool uh, mechanic to put onto her that sort of goes with the lore. Where it's oh, like, yeah? oh yeah, she's either revives here or she's needed elsewhere. In the game as well, after you move her, instead of like, you can, you can fire her blade like a gun, like a flamethrower, which is kind of fun. <laughs> um, but instead, you can also not fire her blade and instead uh, use it as uh, or use her healing tears to revive one of her friends, which makes her. Uh, OK, well, it also pulls her back to full HP. I have had a time wow. where where someone has laid in all of their damage into Celestine, uh, killed her. I revive her. I beat their ass back. And then they hurt her again, but they left her with one wound. And I brought her back oh. up to, to full HP and revived a friend. And they were like, why do I even bother? Why do I even <laughs> You're try? You're so toxic. This is awful. Damn, they laid all that damage into her only for it all to be worthless. Oh, mm -hmm. God. Celestine puts oh. the faith in my mind, but the fear in everyone else's. <laughs> oh, man, I would quit. After that, after that round, if I was the other, I would just quit. Just be like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm done. This, this game is stupid. I quit 40k. Get me the hell out of this. What? Why? Why? Why are we still here? Just, just to suffer? Fuck this. Just gotta out. wait. You just gotta wait till, uh, till Celestine uh, rage quits life. She's, <laughs> she's, she's just like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. And then she just doesn't. I'm needed elsewhere. She sits down yeah. in, in like a huff. And she's just like. Mm. <laughs> I'm just gonna play with my doves. All right, do all right. Celestine dove much <sighs> when? Ah, oh, that's hell yes. Just a shirt with a bunch of doves on it. It's like just three doves just floating up to the shoulder. Yeah. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for the episode. That's woop woop, uh, let's go. Celestine is life. a badass. She's so she is fun. Hardcore. Let's go, Celestine. She is super cool. She's a great concept. Really neat. Gives a lot of identity to the sisters. Very iconic. Mm -hmm. It's it is one of. I wish there was a bit more lore on her, but as far as characters go, she she is one of the best. I'd say, and I am yeah. not biased at all. Totally not. I mean, what exists of her lore that I've heard is very dope. Uh, I, I, I I like it a lot. Uh, also, her little trials that she has to go through to revive her are pretty fucked up. But, you know, That's you're fine. reviving yourself. It shouldn't be easy. No, absolutely not. Coming back from the dead is hard. Yeah. So I've heard. Hopefully I'm able to come back from the dead. Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to stay dead. Good point. Shy? That would suck. Shy, stab him. Let's see if he comes back. <laughs> Oh no.